When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer-songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and expert gamer. I am also a big history nerd. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Every day for the next 365 days, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you. Each show is going to consist of three historical elements. This day in history, this day in music history, and this day in Maya's life. I hope you love the past. Let's dig in. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, we're going to talk about the time the entire British Empire, the U.S. colonies included, skipped 11 days into the future, which happened on this date exactly 268 years ago. No, they didn't collectively hop into a time machine, but they did switch up how they kept track of the passage of time, converting from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian one that we still use now. What's the Julian calendar, you ask? Well, let's back up even more for a minute. All the way back to the Roman Empire's heyday in 46 BC, Julian Caesar, yep, the et tu brute guy, implemented the Julian calendar, which consisted of three 365-day years split into 12 months and one leap year with 366 days. This was a departure from the Roman calendar, which had 355 days with an occasional extra month stuck in between February and March. Though the Roman calendar should have done a pretty good job of aligning with the seasons, politicians like to use the arbitrary extra month to their advantage, lengthening their own terms or shortening their opponents. Imagine what that would be like now. The Julian calendar removed that possibility for corruption, and thanks to input from Greek mathematicians and astrologers, it also aligned a little more closely to the lunar cycles, but it wasn't quite perfect. And in 1582, Pope Gregory XIII introduced the Gregorian calendar, whose extra leap day was spaced out to make each year exactly 365.2425 days long, the closest approximation yet to the Earth's revolution around the sun. The calendar also jumped ahead 10 days from the Julian calendar, so it would line up better with the equinoxes, since the old calendar's imperfections caused a small drift. A fun fact about the Gregorian calendar is that it was specifically designed to fix Easter, which kept drifting further from the spring equinox. Pope Gregory XIII was a pope, after all. It took some time for countries to start adapting to the Gregorian calendar, in part because Protestant countries believed that the new calendar was some kind of Catholic conspiracy. Catholic countries like Spain and France quickly adapted, but others, like Germany, were slow to warm up to the idea. Though, since this was before long-distance calls on the internet, it didn't totally matter that some people were operating a full 10 to 11 days ahead of everyone else. Great Britain and the rest of the British Empire didn't get around to the new calendar until 1752, almost 200 years after it was first introduced. And let me tell you, people did not take the whole suddenly losing a week-and-a-half thing well. Considering how much everybody still freaks out when Instagram doesn't update, that checks out. 
Allegedly, the change sparked protests and riots all over Britain, with people demanding that the government give us our 11 days. Civilian mobs reportedly ran rampant all over the country. People were losing their minds over the possibility of messed up wage schedules, missed birthdays, and shifted festivals. There were also reportedly some people who worried that the new calendar meant their lives would be a full 11 days shorter. Relativism was not really a thing in the 18th century. Plus, there's that whole aforementioned Catholic conspiracy thing. These supposed protests, dubbed the Calendar Riots of 1752, have been long-held urban myths. But historians say that's just what they were, myths. Though the concerns about shortened lifespans and lost wages were very real, reports of widespread calendar-related unrest were probably overblown. There was, however, a lot of political tension over the changing of the calendar, with the ever-fighting Whigs and Tories taking up their usual opposing sides. The Tories, who were against the calendar change, used the famed Give Us Our 11 Days line as a campaign slogan. Historians think that the riot stories actually stem from a famous 1755 painting by William Hogarth called An Election Entertainment, which depicted a rowdy Tory rally with that slogan written on a campaign banner. Sometimes art is just art. In fact, some people didn't mind the new calendar at all, like Benjamin Franklin, who had to deal with the change in Philadelphia. He seemed to dig it, writing at the time, It is pleasant for an old man to be able to go to bed on September 2nd and not have to get up until September 14th. I mean, I do like sleeping in. (laughs) Or something along those lines. Eventually, everyone got used to the Gregorian calendar, which we still use to this day. Though since the calendar is still slightly off from the solar year by about 26 seconds, in fact, it's possible we'll get a new calendar in the next few hundred years. And I can't wait. And now for today's music fact. On September 14, 1981, a band called Little Boy Blue and the Cockroaches was set to play a small show at Sir Morgan's Cove Club, a 300-person venue in Worcester, Massachusetts. Except Little Boy Blue and the Cockroaches was actually the Rolling Stones, who were hoping to do a small, secret warm-up show. A local radio station blew up their spot, announcing on air that the Stones were in town. In the end, of course, the venue was mobbed, with 4,000 fans trying to get in to see Mick Jagger. So much for the secret. And now we move on to looking at my own life. So I'm going to dig into my photo archives and see what I was up to on September 14th in my life. So I just looked inside of my own photo library, and it looks like on September 14th, I had my very first studio session that I had ever done, and it was to record the demo version of Prom Dress. So it was the first time I ever stepped into a studio to work with a producer and a sound engineer. Um, And now I'm here making music full time. So you can say it worked out for me. But yep, that's what I was up to. I wasn't expecting anything exciting, but I guess I was doing something pretty exciting. (laughs) And that wraps up this episode of 365 Days with MXM Tune. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Thanks for listening to today's episode of 365 Days with MXM Tune. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow along with us on social media at 365 Days MXM Tune on all platforms.